Hi all, this is RV Empath and this is the podcast RVE for the HSP. Welcome. It is March 8th, 2021 and how are you doing? There is a lot of energy to be used to the best of our ability toward what? Healing. Yes, that is what we are all about here at RVE. You can tell I'm excited. Um, As well as looking for ways to be and stay calm and balanced. So let's go right to the astrology and see what's going on. It is March 8th. We have Mars in Gemini. Newly in Gemini. Well five days ago. (laughs) Um, Quintile Neptune in Pisces. Neptune rules Pisces. So it is stronger there. And Quintiles, I don't know too much about them, but I've always just kind of thought they point to inner places of genius within that we can't necessarily see for ourselves. And that really means stuff that we're good at naturally and that's something to think about because I think a lot of us take our natural talents for granted and so there's that what else is going on Um, the sun is conjunct Neptune on the 10th this week in Pisces and Neptune again keeps coming up so let's talk about it that is finishing out karmic energetic cycles that is dealing with addictions in the most positive way we can and we all have them it's just a matter of like what they are try to get your addictions to be as healthy as possible (laughs) be addicted to a new exercise routine or um, uh, a new type of music or um, dancing or photography or you know something artistic something inspiring um, learning how to cook new meals healthy things you know what I mean that's the trick you gotta like kind of trick yourself (laughs) into being addicted to things that are actually good for you and then after you do that for a while then it it feels good uh, we feel better, we think better, our lives are less drama, drama, and trauma. And then it's like, oh, okay, I want to stay like this. <laughs> and then it's just a matter of still feeling better as you move along. So it's, it's monitoring uh, any kind of addiction, even though it's to something good, you still have to monitor it, you know what I mean? Like too much of anything. Uh, twists it and uh, can make it negative so there's always that balance to kind of figure out and um, maintain so once you get that it's a good thing it's a really good thing you know I remember back I've had this realization a few times in life I think 
But I remember feeling really, really crappy and very scared and traumatized and everything else. I mean, I, gosh, like many, many others, I have gone through very painful um, hardships in life. So I remember when I started to feel better, when I had like glimpses of um, clarity and calmness. And it felt good. So once you start experiencing that, you want more because it feels better than feeling like crap all the time. Duh. RVE duh moment right there, peeps. Is that really so hard to figure out? I don't know. Maybe it is. But, you know, then it's all about self-sabotage. We have to break ourselves out of our mental habits, confront issues having to do with self-worth. That's huge. Huge. Remember that quote, how good can you stand it? Because that's as good as it's going to get. We don't allow our lives to shift into like a higher, healthier frequency until we think we deserve. I mean, we have to think we deserve it. We have to want it at the very least. <laughs> like that's step what that's like prep for step one, um, which makes sense too, right? That's kind of like duh as well. I mean, it, I don't know. It seems like it's all kind of common sense to me. So it's up to us to work on our healing. And there's a laha hot to heal. There is stuff to heal on the daily. More than enough. <laughs> and then we have to work on healing stuff from the past. And I have had random memories coming up. Oh my gosh. And I do what I can to heal them. You know, it's really kind of freaky to think about the stuff that we've done in our lives with and without meaning to have caused pain to other people or even meaning to as well. There's that, which is really karmic. <laughs> you got to clean that up. But then without meaning to, people can misunderstandings happen all the time I am convinced of it so we can be thinking about like whatever running errands doing the laundry and um, be a little distracted and someone around us or someone that we're interacting with can take that the wrong way and feel rejected and read some kind of you know pain or trauma or drama in there that's not actually there it's such a trip but I think, um, you know, that's, that has happened. So the best we can do is just try to like clear, clean it all up, air purify it, you know, um, do what we can to uh, meditate, clear our minds, you know, whatever meditate means to you. It's like a whole, I don't know, it is needs some good PR definitely <laughs> but it just means clear the mind of crap there's way too much crap going on there and be uh be conscious of what you are allowing into your mind to begin with that's really important too uh, yeah it's very very interesting this is it's like an intersection of like um spirituality and religion and um, psychology and, um, you know, like, energy. <laughs> Science. Science stuff. 
Um, anyway, whatever. I'm really going off. Let's see what else is going on. So that quintile. <laughs> see, that might be my inner place of genius. Just sort of musing. <laughs> Doing a rambling uh, philosophical musings that help to heal me and hopefully others. So we have Neptune um, emphasized again with the Sun conjunct Neptune and then on the 12th we have Mercury quintile Uranus, Venus semi-sextile Jupiter, Mercury semi-sextile Pluto. So that is a really cool day. That looks to be a cool day but that Uranus you know that can be epiphanies, that could be sudden change. Yay! <laughs> Yay! No, it's really important. I hope by now people sort of have learned how to deal with change because that has been, uh, yeah, <laughs> that has been prevalent <laughs> and still is there to be had. So look, deal with it. I don't know. I come, I kind of come from a place of um, tough love when it comes to that sort of stuff because stuff is, you know, things are going to change. Things are changing and just holding on to what was, I don't think helps anything or anyone. Um, so yeah, it, uh, hmm. just when people say that's the way it's always been done, I don't think that's good enough. I don't think that's a good enough reason anymore for like anything. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm just saying that, you know, tomorrow I could think differently. I am a Libra. I tend to see s different sides or and understand different sides to different situations. So, you know, whatever. But for the most part, you know, I have dealt with some pretty serious situations in my life. Uh, my dad getting laid off, the family losing money, um, just the whole experience of having money and then not having it and then as as a a younger teenager and then as an adult also going through some very very straining difficult financial times and um, working with it I mean downsizing and you know working with it not sitting around freaking bitching about it and uh, whining but there is <laughs> there is room for that it's like no one is um, we're not perfect at all so it's like um, knowing when when to shift out of it is what I'm saying I think that there's always it's just reasonable to be upset and to go through a range of emotions right the heavier emotions like grief and resentment and um, jealousy and um, frustration and all that but you got to shift out of it see because staying in that mindset for too long is harmful and hurtful for everyone <laughs> um, most of all the person so yeah it's really up to us to sort of look at ourselves and how we're acting. Remember, I had an intervention too when I was in college. 
my friends, well, including my best friend, but the group of girls that I hung out with, they had to sit down one night. We were out, we were out on the town, like in the, in a, the local dance club. And they said, uh, they told me that I'm not very nice to be around. And, you know, they had issues with hanging out with me and I had to change my attitude or they wouldn't hang out with me anymore, basically. And uh, I looked over at my best friend and I remember, um, I always say this when I tell the story, but yeah, she took a drag on her cigarette and she looked at me and she goes, yeah, you are kind of a bitch. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. All right, time to shape up. I mean, even then I knew, I mean, I thought, hmm, I should just, should I just like, you know, blow out of here and, you know, freaking leave all this in the rear view. But then it, really it's important to have a good sense of being reasonable and rational. I mean, even I could see, oh, well, that just kind of sucks. I mean, not having any friends, <laughs> just blow, you know. I had already been through quite a few harsh times that I'm telling you that freshman year at that college. Oh my word. I have so many different dramas that went on. Oh, anyway. So, um, so no, I wasn't in the mood for a fresh new freaking drama where I don't have any friends. <laughs> so I was like, and I realized they must be speaking truth as well, you know, so really confronting the fact that I was not a nice person to be around and understanding that they're actually telling me the truth. So what's the point of saying, oh, well, you know, I'm out of here. What does that, what does that do? So I was like, immediately, like, oh, okay. <laughs> I get that I have to change and I'm not gonna do anything drastic right now. I'm just gonna be cool and figure it out later. So I did. I was cool. I didn't blow up. I, there was no drama. And um, and we all moved on. And um, another one of the girls, we were dancing. And she goes, oh, I can't believe you're not upset. I was so scared. But I was, you know, I'm smart about things. It's important to be smart about things. So if you're getting stuff reflected back to you, all this information that you're you know, and watch how you interact. Are you angry? Are you, you know, <laughs> I, I'm trying to avoid swearing, but all these swears are going in my head. It, they're probably going through your head too. You know what I'm talking about? Like if, if you're being a jerk, be aware of it, know it, like see it for what it is, change it, shift it. Life can be better. Life can absolutely 100% be better, but you have to work for it, you know? And then um, do what you can to maintain it. All right, great. Let's move to the uh, guidance cards. I'm really babbling a lot. But that's a lookout over the week, astrologically. And uh, we'll talk more about it tomorrow. Um, I did mention, I'm not quite sure what's going to happen to the podcast um, after Thursday. Because Thursday will mark the one-year anniversary of the podcast. And I'm not sure how it's going to continue, in what form, how often. I don't know. I kind of like the idea of having it just be one year. 
uh, March 2020 through March 2021, and it's sort of like a time capsule. <laughs> but it offers good information. Anyone can listen to these podcasts at any time. It's all like, be calm, be balanced, work on yourself, heal. I mean, it's stuff that people, that is information people can use in perpetuity. So, all right, I'm now going to ground and shuffle the cards and energy for the highest good for all most benevolent outcome for all. I encourage you to take the time to do some conscious breathing, clear your mind. I will be back shortly. Thank you. I'm back. Um, insight into, you know, what listeners can um, focus on right now to help move forward and heal. I mean, it's all about healing. Heal that will never stop. <laughs> so, look, it's it's uh, nothing to feel bad about. It's something to kind of celebrate. It's once you know that you have to heal on the daily, it's like a relief right? Because then stuff doesn't build up. And healing is whatever happens, whatever's happened in the day, you know, connect with God, universal energy, God being shorthand for good. That's super important. Um, look up Ho'oponopono, Hawaiian prayer forgiveness. That's like, you remember, you don't need to mean the words. You just have to like say it and um, be open, be willing for the situation to heal. And it's kind of like an air purifier for bad vibes in any given situation. And there's other things too. I mean, work with your guardian, guardian angels, your loved ones who have passed over. And y you have loved ones, even though you may not even know who they are, right? Like um, great grandparents and stuff. I believe that. So um, that's important to know, too. If some people are like, well, I don't have any loved ones, you know, who have passed over. Yeah, you do. <laughs> okay. So we, ha we have, wow. <clears throat> we have five of cups clinging to the past. That is sadness and grief. I was actually thinking of the five of cups earlier when I was talking about negative emotions that we can get stuck in. Um, so it's important not to cling to the past or get too stuck you can really get stuck in the five energies um, this person's carrying a big heavy concrete block filled with like memories and voices and whatever images there's a uh, the ace of cups is sitting behind them but they cannot see it because they're too bogged down trying to carry this heavy heavy block of memories so remember that. Where are you focusing? What is taking your strength to, to manage? Um, 
The Tower card is next, titled Thunderbolt. Yeah, we're all having tower moments. As a matter of fact, I thought of this energy too when I was talking about Uranus. And there can be smaller tower moments. And remember, that can have to that also has to do with divine timing of things. Sometimes, you know, there is like an organic timing of things. You can see that in crops that grow and plants and flowers and fruit that blooms on the tree you know kind of makes sense so again <laughs> and then there's page of cups understanding and this is the the white dove who's in the cage and the doors open and they're preparing to fly out and join like a whole flock of white doves flying in the clear blue sky so the differences of these two cards is very interesting. Um, the Tower Thunderbolt and the Page of Cups Understanding. Because the, the Tower Thunderbolt card is very fiery. There's bolts of lightning. There's, um, um, it, you know, it's just filled with like smoke and, and fire, basically, right? And it has the, it has people falling from uh, a superimposed meditating figure which is very interesting and uh, because it does have that figure of meditation in the card as well and I think it is a reminder how meditation can help get us through tower moments when we feel like everything is kind of turned upside down um, but Raining it back into my original observation, you know, one is lightning bolts and like, you know, fire and stuff. And then there's the page of cups, which is very peaceful. It's all like beautiful blue, clear sky, sunshine, healing light, um, white doves, open door. It's, it's freedom. It's learning to fly. And the, it's very, it's like um, a cool glass of water compared to the energy of the card before it. So there's two other cards here um, that I'm now going to look at. I'm going to turn them over. Let's see. King of Pentacles, Abundance. And the, uh, the star card titled Silence. I love the star. It's very healing. It's blessings and, and wishes. Um, from God, universal energy, an angelic energy. What else? It's very like healing. It's wishes coming true. It's alchemizing. It's the star is such beautiful energy. It is. It's wishes being granted. It's protection, healing, safety. This has the third eye chakra of the full moon. Too. And this King of Pentacles card, it features this guy sitting on uh, like pillows, fabrics, uh, a big book, uh, lotus flowers, there's mountains, there's the sun, there's the moon, there's like rainbow light. I mean, it's filled with all kinds of colors and symbolism and it's, it's just a gorgeous card. At any rate, I wanted to point out that that also has like a sun and a moon on it. Um, so, 
Okay, we have five of cups and the tower. So what can help with that is to look for the page of cups. Again, I wanted to say that's also like a young inspired energy and it, it's love. I mean, it's a beautiful new energy of inspiration. It's hope even, right? It's that young inspiring um, fresh energy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to put it words don't aren't doing justice. So um, okay, and the king of pentacles abundance, look for all the abundances, abundances in our lives. Because if when you look for the good, it helps, it helps it remain. And it helps more come in. And then the star look for the blessings, right? Ah, oh, yum, yum, yum. Any other? Oh, okay. <laughs> what do we have here? We have the hermit, aloneness, and three of cups celebration. Now, this is very interesting because the hermit is alone. It's titled aloneness. It is the time when we go within and we have, um, as a matter of fact, the hermit holds the star in a lantern and it helps illuminate the path. There's also a connection with God universal energy, of course, um, because the star is illuminating the path. So, um, uh, but okay, so what I'm trying to say is that when you compare this card, which features like a lone monk with a staff, and um, it's, it's, his path is being illuminated, but he's, he's at like um, the edge of like a cliff. So it's really interesting. It's almost like the card before, you know, it's almost like he's going to step into the fool energy, right? Because the only other card that I know of in tarot that features someone on the edge of, of a cliff like that is the fool. So it makes me think of getting in touch with fool energy. At any rate, so much of this card is actually kind of dark because the, the, the light only illuminates like so far ahead, but it's definitely like an old monk, very alone <laughs> on this like journey. And then the Three of Cups celebration, this features three women uh, with flowers in their hair, dancing in the rain. I mean, it is celebration, dancing, being social, just having a good old time right and the two cards coming out together are very very interesting because they're at such opposite points um so i guess the question is how to how to incorporate them like is there another i don't like that word <laughs> how to blend them, how to bring them together. Hermit energy and, and aloneness energy with Three of Cups ce celebration energy. Well, we should all be celebrating ourselves more often, I think. And, you know, just this morning I was kind of trying, <laughs> not trying, I was dancing um, 
in the shed and because I I know I have to be more active and start exercising again but it's hard I'm so out of shape but I think dancing is a really good way of um, getting the body moved used to movement again so I danced a little bit and it felt good so dance more I guess is what I'm trying to say turn on some good music and dance um but this is an individual thing. Think about how you can blend these two. Right? Maybe um, work on ways to be more social, whatever that means, in, in safe ways. Maybe if you're too much of the hermit, be a little more Three of Cups, social and celebratory. And if you're too Three of Cups, like living it up somehow and not getting stuff done or not being... Um, um, you know having the need to go within and be hermit like then make sure to do that because three of cups celebratory energy that's not necessarily uh, really getting you know mindful and clear and working on and meditating I mean that's right those are two different energies kind of I mean interesting I wonder if two of them can be incorporated maybe that's what the you know the people who like spin spin around I don't know I was at a Grateful Dead concert years ago many many years ago and there were these um, groups of people who would just spin I think that's what they were like whirling dervishes or something I don't know <laughs> But maybe that's what they're, maybe they're celebrating and dancing and uh, being hermit-like at the same time. I mean, that's one example of it. Anyway, I don't know what it is. I don't know anything about it. It just popped into my head. So I said it. Um, King of Swords, Control. Hmm. Hmm. Well, it is helpful to not be overly emotional during these times for sure king of swords is very organized very in charge um, so we could all use a little more organization maybe and this card in the Osho Zen is very uh, like cold and um, strict and like wait I think I'm gonna sneeze <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, it has a, uh, like, it's not a necessarily good feeling. Some of these Osho Zen cards are pretty intense. Very cold and sharp and um, the fists are clenched. I don't know. It's like a throne where it's all metal and sharp corners. And uh, so... I think it's important for everyone to get to a point of realizing that you can't really control much in life. We can want the best and healthiest for ourselves and everyone around us and then um, try to live according to that as best we can. So again, we can control, we can try to control our um, actions so that they're not unconscious reactions. And, um, you know, not a whole lot else. <laughs> we can try to control uh, what we focus on. 
and how we want to feel as best we can like try to work on shifting that but the word control I don't know that takes a whole that's a whole discussion in and of itself right what is it um, what's it all about like what what can we control <laughs> if anything but like I said no I think we we can a little bit at least the things that I mentioned so work on that all right is that it? We, just, we have a bunch of stuff here. Remember we started out Five of Cups, the Thunderbolt Tower moment moments in our lives. Page of Cups, new love, new ideas, um, new ways of flying. King of uh, Pentacles, that is abundance and that's financial abundance specifically. So home, health, hearth, the star the hermit three of cups and king of swords it's so interesting this three of cups is flanked by hermit and then this uh king of swords so i guess it's just maybe i don't know it's important to keep in mind how to celebrate um that we can celebrate even you know sometimes when you've been hurt for so long and um also introspective and um, it it can be hard to even allow oneself to um, to celebrate to um, what am I trying to say okay let me just let me just remind you all of that there's this story of um, in order to train elephants uh, trainers would chain the leg of a baby elephant and uh and that keeps it in a very enclosed space because the they can't move very far with the chain being chained so they let however long pass a year or whatever and then they can take the chain off and the elephant has learned not to move any further than that diameter um, because the the chain the ball the chain and the you know having being only able to extend it so far so even without uh, the thing to hold them back right the physical chain the elephant has learned not to go any farther and it's that's a metaphor for how we can chain ourselves in our own minds so when we go through a pain and a hardship, it can be really hard to even like allow ourselves to feel good <laughs> because we're, we're, we're chained like to only move within like a certain diameter, like in our own life experience. So yeah, think about that. Think about how we can incorporate um, hermit energy Three of Cups energy and King of Swords energy. <laughs> Blending them all in the best, most uh, positive way. Okay, I hope that was helpful. I think it was. And um, stay tuned for more. As always, I send you love and peace and wish you, oh, to be safe and well. And, well, I'll tell you, I'll leave it for tomorrow. All right, thanks so much. Mwah.